Welcome to the Unlabeling Effect, where three distinctive women daringly dive into some taboos with the intention to normalize the uncomfortable yet vital conversations. We are ready to embark on a journey of self-discovery with comrades like you. Let's commence on this week's episode on letting go. We humans really like to cling to things, even things that we know are bad for us. According to Baumgartner, one reason is likely because the more we feel like we know ourselves, the more we like ourselves. If we already know ourselves as someone who's in a relationship with a certain person, we might not know ourselves as well if that relationship ends. Or if we quit a job, even a job we hate, who will we be then? Knowing ourselves is such an important part of our well-being that letting go of something central to the way we see ourselves can be scary. And as a result, we can get stuck clinging to both good and bad things in our lives, unable to practice acceptance and move on. I'm your host Vivian, and today with me are Mel and Rita. Hi girls. Hi. Hi. So, is there one thing you find yourself hard to let go of? If I were to generalize a type of issues or a type of things that I find hard to let go, they are all related to love. Mm. It includes love towards my family, my friends, and also people that I care about. Have you ever wondered why? I know that I am a very compassionate and very emotional driven person. Mm. It doesn't necessarily mean that I make a lot of decisions based on my emotions, but when it comes to emotions towards my loved ones, mm. it weighs like very heavily in mm. me. How about Rita? For me, I couldn't let go of a mistake that I've made in the past, which is actually too personal to share to the audience at this point. But um, it does have a lifelong impact on me, and I mm. couldn't forgive that ignorant young self for making that mistake. It is not that I couldn't let go of that individual incident. It is that I couldn't let go of the anger towards myself. I know it's a private incident, but can you, in general, just tell us what was the emotion that you went through from that happening towards now? Like, how how are you feeling now? I do feel I'm still very stuck at. The fact that it brings shame, even at the stage that I'm at right now, and I know that this shame is gonna last forever. But has that shame felt a bit lighter now because you have been working hard to try to let go of that feeling, or heavier, or heavier? Yeah, I think it gets lighter, but it fluctuates because I'm working on how I see this incident and how to avoid. This incident to define me, but I couldn't change how the society or how other people perceive this incident, and that's why whenever I have to encounter a situation that someone else has to know about this, mm. it's an a huge stress or uncertainty and scary on very scary event to me, and that mm. kind of shame is never lightened over the mm. years. Okay, so you think that not letting people know is a way to keep you safe, but that practice、Correct. actually help makes you 
even harder to let go. Exactly,、mm. and I would try to see this incident in different perspectives. I would just, you know, a lot of people tell me that this doesn't define you.、Yeah. You have more to offer. Yeah. Than this, and but then personally, it's just really hard to keep this part of me for the rest of my life. And how deep have you dipped into this emotional tangle、mm. of yours? To be honest, I didn't spend a lot of time because even me myself have always been very scared to face this.、Mm-hmm. I've tried to do other stuff just to distract myself when the thought comes up time and again. Do you almost have this attitude of avoidance? Not avoiding it, but it's almost like you you don't have something to fully rely on. So, for example, what you've said was. It comes in wave, right?、Mm. There would be times that it feels lighter for you, but、mm. there would also be times that you would feel very heavy and very、yeah. scared, very nervous about this. But you don't really have the control of when that lighter time would come、mm. and when would that darker time would come.、Mm-hmm. It's because you're not in control. You're letting whatever happens in your day to day life to drive when those times would come.、Mm. Instead of actually facing or taking control,、mm-hmm. or having the control to expand the time that you would feel the lightest,、mm. or is that because you have this expectation for yourself to act a certain way for a very long time? When this happened, there's a huge contrast between of what you expect yourself to be and what actually happened. You could see it that way. I have a different perspective. I think it's more like when people feel ashamed,、mm. they feel like they have lost all their control, or they feel、mm. helpless and they feel hopeless because they are ashamed. But you're only ashamed because you, in your head, like I can't believe I made this mistake, or I can't believe I decided to do this. You know, it's a lot of I should have done differently. And that's why you go on and on and replay it in your head so many times and be like, "Why? Why? Exactly. Yeah, that's the anger towards my younger self." Yeah. So you didn't expect yourself to be that way,、mm. but then maybe at that time you had different factors that clouded your judgment,、mm. and you couldn't forgive yourself. I agree. Yeah. And general speaking, how forgiving are you as a person? If not just forgiving. Yourself in this scenario, but just forgiving in general. To other people, I think I'm more forgiving because I could empathize. But towards myself, I always think that I could have done better. I shouldn't have done something because I knew it, but I still did it. That's so. It's the anger. I think. Okay. Imagine that. Whatever that incident was, I did the same thing, and you're now talking to me, and I'm telling you that I'm very shameful. I can't believe I did that. I like. Oh, how, I have wh- so much to tell you. Tell me. That's, tell me. I just have to tell you what I knew already. Like I would just tell you that this doesn't define you. You know, you、mm-hmm. have way, you have such a great life ahead of you,、mm. and you could. Grow out of it completely.、Mm-hmm. Like that is just a small part of your life. 
where your loved one wouldn't even care about it. They wouldn't、mm. even have a second thought about it. It's just in your head.、Mm. And for some reason,、There's、I don't translate. Yeah, yeah, I don't translate those words to myself. It's because you've built a wall, or you've built a resistance towards forgiving your past self. And there's like there's this like tension、mm-hmm. within yourself. That you've decided to not let go of it,、mm. and I think the major factor is that it has a lifelong impact. That's the thing that I couldn't let go of because I have to face this and coexist with it、mm. for the rest of my life, and that's like a constant reminder that this happened. That brings me to another idea or another topic of acceptance. Since you can't change what had happened,、mm. how could you still live life as fully as you want, and as happy as you can? It's about, at least for me, at this stage of life, I think it will be the happiest if you just accept things that you couldn't change,、mm. because all that pain would bring you is just unhappiness and anger and hatred towards yourself. Mm. And you actually gave meaning to something that doesn't have any meaning. I know it's not an equivalent example, but、um, a similar way of thinking would be: I have strong calves.、Mm-hmm. I have strong calves my whole life. And then remember, I would tell you, like when we were really young,、mm-hmm. I would be like, I hate my calves. Um, I won't wear wear shorts. Yeah, I won't wear skirts because it's ugly. I look hideous.、Um, but I know they're part of me. I know it's very cliche to say, but maybe try to visualize your experience as a mole on your body.、Mm-hmm. It's just there. Yeah, you know, and it doesn't take away your shine. Right. It doesn't take away what you can do. I know that you have that mindset. You're working towards it, obviously.、Mm. Previous episodes, you've mentioned that you don't have the mindset that you have to follow what a societal beauty standard is in terms of your physique, for example. If you see it using the same perspective, it's just that you have something different, or you've experienced something different to other people.、Yeah. It doesn't mean that you are odd. It doesn't mean that、mm. you're an outlier. That actually brings me to、uh, my next point. It's about writing your own story. So,、mm. it's like a lot can happen to a person. It's about how you tell your story and how you shape it, how you use it. There's this concept of dissecting an incident of yours that is hard to let go. Is the Hawkins chart of emotions. So there are actually three different levels. Of emotions, the lowest level would be shame, guilt, apathy, grief, and fear, and then slowly towards the middle would be pride, courage, neutrality, willingness, and acceptance. And towards the higher level, it's acceptance, reason, love, joy, peace, and enlightenment. When I look into the word of letting go, it's really about. Not letting those emotions of the lowest part, like grief or fear, dominate your whole life story. If you really look into it, letting go is not the hard part. It's the uncertainty that you have to jump into. 
For example, if you get fired, the incident is actually not the scary part, but you will in short term lose sight of who you are because you might know yourself lifelong as an accountant and all of a sudden you lost that identity. And it's about that fear and the uncertainty that really haunts you and it's really a choice to letting go of the control of what could have should have happened. This is an example that I can definitely resonate with mm. in the context of a mm. romantic relationship that I had. I was with someone for more than seven years. Mm. So we had gone through a lot together. Mm. We were together since we were in school. Mm. Um, and the relationship was so long that I, that the image or the memories I had in me was very fruitful. Um, it was very meaningful to me because we grew up together. We grew as two individuals that were very supportive. We had a really good supportive system. We had so much love and so much care for each other. So when that relationship came to an end, mm -hmm. it was really scary. And that relationship taught me so much. And that relationship holds so much like valuable elements and memories. Having to let go of that was really, 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 really tough and really hard. Were there action points that you executed to try to let go of that incident? I would think that I've tried hard to let go of that. Mm -hmm. But to be honest, it took me more than two years. To this day, I still sometimes would question or doubt myself if I fully let go. Mm -hmm. I still love that person. Of course. As a very good friend and we still you know communicate we still check up on each other all the time but i think having that friendship relationship is different to letting go of that romantic relationship that was a very personal example of mine that i struggle and perhaps still learning of how to let go mm. And I would say I've gone through ups and downs just digesting all those memories that came back to me time from time to time. Sometimes when I have a stronger mentality, it would be easier for me to process it and be like, mm. you know what, we had a great time, so that's all that matters. And we've grown to become like two better human beings. Mm. So that's also another positive side. But sometimes I would be sad because I couldn't have any more of those memories or I couldn't have created more exciting and magical moments with that person. Mm. But then it took me a while to come to a realization that instead of dwelling into the past, just look at what else can you create. I can now focus on creating a more supportive and more loving friendship with that person. And we're also growing um, and we're equally as supportive than before. But it's just, it's a process of changing your own perspective. That's the toughest. Because there will be times that you would feel upset, you would feel disappointed, you would feel hurt, and you would feel bitter. You know, the bitterness is really hard to swallow sometimes, especially when you see or when you think that, oh, maybe he's gone on a date with someone else, mm. like, there would also be an element of jealousy. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. But I'm glad that you're very compassionate towards yourself and feeling those feelings. 
It definitely doesn't come easy, though.、Mm. Again, like that is the expectation versus reality, right? It's about you. You didn't see it coming, so when it hit, it took you so long to really digest what's actually happening. Because I have similar experience. I'm quite lucky that we have both moved on. It was very difficult for me to digest when we still, you know, catch up, and then he updates me about his, you know, dates and relationships and. I'm very glad that happened because if he didn't do that, like I would never be forced to leave that comfort zone because I liked talking to him. I even reflect on whether it's this person that I want to be still, or is that I'm just comfortable with that version of me, or that little habit that you guys、mm. had that you enjoyed.、Mm. So it could have been someone else. And then I start to reflect on myself whether that attachment. Is actually healthy. Even if I were still with him, I would question, or maybe in my next relationship, how much of him or the other person I let to define me or help create that safe space for me. For a long time, he would be my go-to person for any challenges. He would give me what I need because he knows me. He knew me so well. Now that I'm finally stepped out of that comfort zone. I didn't know that I was capable in providing that for myself, you know. But then that step, like now, I think back on that decision or that experience, it was so worth it.、Mm-hmm. But at that time, I also understand my old self into being scared and worried. It's because you don't know what you're jumping into.、Mm-hmm. But then it was necessary,、yeah. and all the magical things and all the growth only happen. In uncertainty,、mm. and that incident actually helped me be more open to risks、yes. in general. Just try things out. I'm not sure if it's a millennial thing or Gen <laughs> Z thing, but I just start to keep an open mind on everything that comes my way. Exactly. Yeah. At the end of the day, control is just an illusion. Sometimes we think it would give us better outcome, keeps us safe, or even make us happier. But it actually takes out joy of our lives, and the act of letting go is a self-empowerment process to rewrite our story. That's all for today's episode of Letting Go. Join us again next time when we talk about is that expectation or ideation. Thank you for tuning in, and let's continue the conversation on Instagram at Unlabeling Effect. Please subscribe to our podcast on Spotify and iTunes, and give us a rating. Until then, dare to feel. Dare to be real.